bring this up in politics. Uh, shit, man. Politics. I've been sucks. trying to. I've been trying to avoid like the election campaign food. Um, I gotta say, Guru's pretty guilty of. I always see him munching on the pakore. I've seen some politicians put on weight. <laughs> yo, yo, I all feel who, about who's, that. Who's put, yo, P- Patrick's not as slim as I thought he was. Election season, everyone puts on that election food yeah, weight. Right? Yeah, election ten. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm out here trying to freaking lose thirty pounds because people apparently I am clinically yep. obese. What's your that challenge that I saw on Twitter? What, you're gonna run every day. <laughs> run? That? No, I said I, in the next six months I want to work towards being able to run 10k within an hour, 5k within 20 minutes, and 20 minutes. Lost the lose 30 pounds. That's, so five, look, five k in like 30 minutes for you. 25. So, 25 is a good. That's a. That's you can do these, it. that's normal. Full disclosure, I had no idea what entailed running 20 minutes or 5K. It just seemed like a good number. It seemed like a good number. I'm going to do Ironman. I'm going to do triathlon. Yeah, right? I just wanted to put it in the universe to try and hold myself accountable. And since I posted that, I have not moved. I I walked like a kilometer today. Yeah. The power of thought does not, it will not help you. I'm down to join you in your challenge. I just wanted to put something to work towards out there. We should run a 5K. Oh. We should do it. That'd be great. I'm down. That'd be a good What's the next marathon? Let's do it for we charity. Can vlog, we can you know, in this process. You know the last time I agreed to doing something on this podcast <laughs> led me to freaking signing up to be a school trustee and everyone chirping me? Who's chirping you? You're Everybody. Just good, you're just trying to do good for the community. You've done a good thing. You? I'm just trying to be the trustee. You can trust. Vote. Shijinder Singh Pan Awards 1 and 5. Just talking? Well, what's the show about? It's about nothing. It's about nothing. I just want these guys to know you got another thing coming, bitch. I'm still around. There we go. Someone, that's his first, ladies and gentlemen, that's his first advertisement. Someone <laughs> asked me, they're like, where's your riding start and finish? Like, what's your thing, boundaries? And I'm like, I have no idea. I literally do not know. This is. He was in my, he was at, at my house. One of the seniors asked him. <laughs> like, what? I didn't get to him. He had no idea. <laughs> I wanted to say it's everything, uh, what, everything east of her Ontario, but I wasn't 100% certain on that. Um, look, man, all I'm saying is if y'all want to sign up, I'll do it. And we, we can. Yeah, uh, well, we'll run I'm the 5K. Down. We have to all show up and run the 5K. 5K is easy. The, tw- the, the, the what was it, 10K? I don't know about that, but I could do a 5. Yeah, I'll do a 5. 5 is okay. I'm just trying not to get a heart attack, boys. <laughs> I got to take no, heart health seriously. If one of us got a heart attack during the 5K. Yeah, so I'm trying to... I just thought it's time... Apparently, we have heart conditions running our family. And then now I got to get that's, like a full... Well, running well... That's everybody, man. It's all South Asians. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought... It, like, So my dad had a heart attack, what, 10 years ago? I thought it was kind of like a one-off thing. And then mm. my wife was like, yeah, didn't your uh, Bob also have a heart attack? I'm like, yeah, but he was old. And she's like, usually that means there's something hereditary going on. I'm like, yeah. no. Then I asked my dad, I'm like, yo, do we have a her- hereditary thing for uh, heart conditions? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, fuck. I should. I should. <laughs> Thanks for telling me, dad. I was like, all right. Look at my fridge full of energy drinks. Okay. I might need to ease that. up on, on these. Get on that my... baby aspirin, bro. That's what you need to be doing. Oh, like that uh, mm-hmm. thins your blood, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, I was just like, man, I should do. And then. In a moment of guilt, I tweeted out, 
that I want to be the next Usain Bolt and do a 20 minute 5k in 20, under 20 minutes, I guess. What you, what's his name? Huh? What's Usain his name? Bolt. Usain Bolt. Oh. Okay. I thought I heard right. something else. What'd you hear? Hussein? Yeah. No, Hussein. Yo, there's a guy, there's a guy running for counselor in, in my oh. area. His name, the last name is Hussein. He literally, his sign say, don't be insane. Vote for Hussein. No. It's the best, <laughs> it's the best tagline I've seen. Oh, no, no. I got the guy running for mayor, man. Tony Ooh. the Tiger Morachi. What's his name? Rishi I've never seen... He's one of the mayoral candidates. I, I, Tony yeah, the yeah. Tiger. I haven't Tony seen I haven't seen that one pop up, but yo, while we're on it, how's the election stuff going? How are you guys enjoying it? I'm uh, tired. I am. Hmm. Let's just be clear. I, I want to put it on record that the original bet was to just put our names on the ballot and do no campaigning. And since then, both of you have gone into full politician mode, attending events, buying signs, shaking hands, kissing babies, and kicking jerks. Um, I'm not uh, my friend. I'm not running. Yeah, this guy <laughs> signed his wife up and is doing events on her behalf. Congrats. No, you know what? It, I, no, it, it, in my situation, it was like, man, she could actually do a good job. So <laughs> I, kinda, I, I really do hope she wins, uh, aside from the bet, you know. Yeah, 120k uh, in four years wouldn't be bad. This guy's going to get a new Tesla model. <laughs> yeah, trust me. That's not a lot of money. Um, <laughs> it's, it's more, I think, the, I think the job's actually incredibly hard. Yeah, I, it's, it's, I'm it's gonna lose money doing thing. this. To be honest, yeah, like based yeah. on how much time I'm gonna be putting in and that I could be billing. So, but I mean, just the notion of we said school trustees thinking that they're doing nothing, and obviously with a little bit more research, um, you know, we came to find how much they actually are responsible for and how much dysfunction there actually is. So, my hope is that you, you guys as well, uh, do win. So you bring in people that actually bring some change. Why not in all words, right? Because. There's only 12 trustees in all of Peel. I just want to yeah. temper expectations yeah. that as much as it would be nice to win, I've not put my... My friend, you haven't put the effort to win. So shouldn't the, shouldn't the That was against the political bet. event and introduce himself as trustee. So. To his wife. Shinda does have one disadvantage. There's another Punjabi running in his writing. This jerk signed up on the exact same last day as me. And he has the longest Punjabi name I've ever seen. So Yeah, I can't even pronounce yeah. it without trying to make fun of it. Then it just sounds like I'm self-hating. Um, that is true. But so, going going back to this like running thing, like I gotta say, I thought the effort, not in the job, but like in the campaigning for trustee, was not as much as it actually requires. Like, I think uh, it's more. I think it's yeah. actually more because you gotta explain Pretty exactly cool. what a trustee is. So first thing, federal is the easiest. Anyone yes. who tells me a federal election is hard is complete it's BS. Easy. People are voting for the party and they're gonna actually go vote. So that's a hundred percent. I think know, for fine. You you gotta push people a little bit harder. The the municipal, if they don't know who you are, they're not gonna recognize you. They're not vote, voting on party. They're not. It's it's you know you don't have the you don't have the support of a party behind you. And and the, another thing. And no their analytics. Knows, no one even knows what a school trustee is. This is yeah. the funniest thing. You talk to people, they're like, we don't even know what that is. And these are parents. So trying to first you have to educate them about the system. Then hopefully they'll still vote for you on top of that. Yeah, or, then you got to tell the third, them who you are. <laughs> then the yeah. third thing is once they know who you are, then you got to count on them to actually go and vote. And that last part's been the, for, for me, the funny thing is that they can talk all they want, but they're not going to go vote. And, and we see that when the lists come in, right? So... So it's, um, one of the big things that's come up this election is it's falling on Diwali and Diwali is happening and 
that's going to really hinder the South Asians from being able to get out there and do their civic duty. I've never been one to celebrate Diwali. Were you guys a big Diwali guys? Like, do you guys have like big family get-togethers and dinners, and you start planning? No, the weeks you or, do what to take. You do it in a long line to what take, and then go home. And then you should go after the long line to what take. You should go long, long line to vote and vote. Full, full disclosure: I stopped going to the Gordon on Diwali because I'm like, look, it's packed. I'll just go the next day. I, the next I for, day, yeah. for me, a lot of the day, I've kind of been like. If I die, I die. It's not. I mean, you mother take when you mother take. It's that's such an extreme I take. I, yeah, <laughs> I, I, don't no, know. I didn't mother take, so I might die. No, <laughs> strike me down. Strike All right. me down. Let me rephrase that. Let me redact that statement. What I'm trying to say is, all day, I give all days significant days are all significantly equal when it comes to mother taking. There go standing in line for 40 minutes to do a pataka doesn't seem like it's worth the lineup and time effort. Is, yeah, I, guess you do what the at at home, you know what, right? what's crazy? Though? I don't I do pataki at all. Me. I hate pataki. Pataki, I was pro banning pataki in Brampton. for yeah, those uneducated means fireworks. You gotta ban election signs in Brampton. Why? They're, they're so bad for the environment. Yeah, that's true too. Are they though? So get... They're recyclable. No, they're not. Yeah, they're just like they're, no. Oh, I guess they're, they're plastic. Yeah, they're plastic. They're should not voting be, Should trash. voting be mandated? Should be should it be mandatory? Like, like no, you, I, you I heard fined. it is in Australia. Fined. Yeah. No, but if you get if you don't vote, you get fined on a property tax, and they and they know who votes. They have their list. Yeah, I heard it is. Some, if you don't vote, you get fined. I heard European in some European country that it's mandatory. Great way to raise revenues. <laughs> now, do you think a fine would be more productive or a bonus back? To you? If you t- tell someone they have to pay a hundred dollars for not voting, you're never gonna have a voting issue. Then your people are going to be get, Then you need to get that doctor's note to prove why you couldn't. But there's it's there's really no, no reason not to, go, right? If they're going to go through that effort, then they'll go vote. You can yeah. go there and register and not put a name down, but you you have a civic duty to go and do it. Like mm. go there to the ballot box and actually, you know, say you were present and part of the process. Like I'm shocked how many people don't vote. Like this, that's been the the thing that's been eye opening for really? me. Is that every, I but think, we've always I mean, seen man. It, people, in, people in wards uh, other than nine ten, they don't vote. Wards nine ten looks like it votes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Well, we're gonna go right there. So, uh, uh, no. Okay. Let me re- re- rephrase that. If Punjabis make a, a higher proportion of the population in Brampton, we we are not represented in the vote tallies. They're Can a I, very silent majority. Yeah. Uh, let's put it that way. Yeah. We're 30%. And, and, 30% you know, is so, the general pullout. Well, no? well, what's the excuses have come out? Oh, there's too many PRs. Oh, there's homeowners. But this has always been the case. This year, it's going to be like, oh, it was Diwali. Any excuse we can label our communities is poor with engagement during elections. We we love taking the pictures. We love politics. Uh, Indian politics, man, who play on uh, IPTV all day for every household. But when it comes to your own choice, when you have to go vote, just go vote. It's it's, And it doesn't mean go vote for Punjab Bureau. Go, it's just, just go vote, right? Let's get some real numbers. I didn't realize but it was that bad. It. It's bad. It's bad. It's bad. It's bad. Right, I should probably look at my list. Co- I don't even have a list of like my constituents. I didn't want to go make the trip to pull the USB. So I would say it's um, for the amount of complaining people have about Brampton. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have no right to if they live here. You didn't vote. And if you voted and everyone now is voting, then you hold those politicians to the fire. Because a lot of people say, Mother vote, Vini Paisi, whoever voted, these guys were idiots. Yeah. This is the take that we take. Right? Well, I didn't vote for him. Well, nobody did, <laughs> right? So we need like that puffy voter die movement to for Brampton. Like I don't think I know you guys are talking about Punjabi's not voting right now. 
But I don't think Punjabis are any less disproportionate in voting than any other community. But, uh, but wait, wait, how yeah, involved yeah. we are in politics compared to how much we vote, it doesn't balance out. Fair enough. Like, nobody, no other community no, but, 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 is what do you mean? like round tables or barbecues or gatherings. But that's, but that's the thing. Right? Like, what, yeah. why is that? That's not politics. Like, the basic function, like, now that I, you know, I've been to some of these events, the fact that people don't know what the position is. They don't know what an MP does. They don't know what an MPP does. They don't know what their councillor... Re- they don't know, have any idea, but, oh, we're, we're political family. And it's like... Yeah. One of the funniest stories, uh, uh, I guess, uh, a candidate who's from a party, uh, you know, uh, currently serving, they took me around my neighborhood, introduced me to people, and I met with one guy, and they're like, oh, meet this guy without me. I was like, why? He's like, he was mad at me. He got mad at me and got in my face. I was like, what did he get into your face about? He's like, oh, that uh, the city took away his kabutur. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I tried to explain to him, like, I'm not a you, Did you go candidate. like this to him? Did you go like this to him? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, people have no idea. What happened like, to that I voted boy. for you for whatever problem I have. You should be able to fix it. It's pretty silly. Yeah, and, and, and that, but that's the Indian politician thing, right? That these guys are like gods, they... They fix everything. Those guys do even less and they get treated even revered. 100%. I mean, if people just knew, like an MP, people invite these people to like local community events, like they're like taking pictures with them, letting them speak. These guys have four times they probably vote and they have to vote whatever their leader says. They don't go against the vote. They don't stand up and say, you know, actually my people in Brampton, I, I'm not, I'm not abstain or I'm not going to vote. I'm going to vote in the other direction. So that's just parties, right? But we in our community bring these people like they've achieved something incredible. We're the people who voted them in. We should expect something. Do your job, right? And, and enlighten us, enlighten the community about what's going on in Ottawa. That's your job. All right. right? I want to I wanna, I wanna raise something here, though. So when it comes to voting, my whole life, I have I cannot remember a time that I haven't voted because it's always been something that my dad's always been actively involved in. So he's always made sure that we go, that he pulls his family's votes because he doesn't want to be that guy who has to like answer to whoever he was campaigning for, saying, hey, you didn't even pull your family. So we've always voted growing up, but a lot of times, and even now to the extent where I'll go to vote, but I never really read anyone's platforms unless it's like provincial or federal. I'll be, I'll know their platforms federally, like the leaders. But when, if I'm going to a city council, I'm being told like, yo, who are you guys supporting? Oh, that's your guy. All right. I got your guy. Don't worry. Mm. I've never, and when I tell people to vote. Isn't that scary as a resident in Brampton? Like you don't find there's an issue with that? Well, here's, look, if I didn't have any connection to a candidate, um, then I would study their platform before voting But what, do you generally but, would? But if I know the candidate, then um, I think, you know, I know their politics generally. Or at the very least, I think I can hold them. A, <laughs> there he goes. Or, Robbie, I'm waiting for you. At the very least, I think I can hold them accountable for... Um, what decisions they do and don't make. So, you know, let's say I was in words nine and 10, you know, I, I could say, I know a number of uh, the candidates. I, I have a link to, you know, the incumbent uh, Harkirit. I have a link to the incumbent uh, Gopi. Um, if they voted on something really effed up, like, you know, let's cancel the light rail in Brampton all of a sudden, I could, uh, you know, hit them up and be like, dude, what the fuck? You know, why would you do yeah. that? Um, because of a direct link. Um, 
So maybe I wouldn't study their those two, for example, their platform just as much as I would for someone like Martin Medeiros, who, you know, before I never had any connection or link to, and he's in my ward. I would study his platform and be like, all right, what's he about? But I do think you represent the general voter. Oh, well, that's 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 my point. Do you think there's a? I think there's a huge discrepancy between the informed voter, like oh, fine, you're, yeah. you're indicating yeah. yourself, and you know, yeah. one of my neighbors. Um, yeah, that's fair. And then it's the same people that complain, right? I, I, just, I just think it's funny. If we, I think, All right, so we're talking, about, we're talking about like being informed. By informed, Bob shouldn't have a chance, right? No, but I love Bob. Bob, <clears throat> Bob's yeah. gonna can be I, my can, vote. Everybody, everybody's hating on, but Bob's points are solid, aren't they? Like the I things he's so. actually saying, the things he's saying in the video are pretty like, oh man, this guy's done his research. Is this? But you know. but here's the thing: it comes off. He comes off as someone who he's not the one who's doing the research. He has a team who's doing the research and feeding him and stuff. But I'm okay with that because <laughs> it's actual information. You know, he's not yelling at me, butter chicken and pakora, and calling me podgy and trying to get my vote. Um, you know that's that's I'm okay with that. I don't I, I don't have an issue with his accent. So what is he saying? And if someone's helping him saying it, well, he's still the one saying it. Remember, most politicians don't make their own speeches or their platforms or what they say, right? right? That's fair. So I mean, think of it. We just say it because he has an accent. If he was one of us up there saying the same thing, like, oh, he must have wrote it. We're just. No, he, I think his presentation's great. I don't know why you guys. I think it's yeah, great. I he's done a, a great job. His, his PR yeah. job is like second to none. Hello, Bramptonians. My name is Bob. The, he says the fact Tom that I know that and it's memorized, that is by far some great marketing. Other 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 mayors in other provinces or other candidates are copying him. Yeah, which is hilarious. Ew, like Bossy, he copied the, <laughs> the hockey pads. You know, like he's he's doing his dissonance take. Everyone realized what works and how easy it is to do it. And I think I was asking someone and I raised this point really well. Jagmeet was criticized for his TikTok and being trying to be a social media politician. And everyone thought it was cringe. Bob, on the other hand, has been killing it. And he's, everyone's applauding so, I mean, his social I, media. I ability, the Lord right? of Bob is initially whatever outfit he's in or whatever get up he has of the week uh, is the kind of thing that lures <laughs> you in. And then if you stick around for the video, it's just... Him to give you it's some information. Bonus. I think that yeah. the combination of the two is it and, works well, right? And the difference is, I, I was like, if I have to level criticism, Jigmeet is trying to be trendy by following trends, and mm. Desange Bob is doing his own thing, like originally, and, it, and, it, and it's really well executed. And it's easier for Bob because he's coming as a guy who's just criticizing, right? So it's, yeah. easy, it's a bit easier. Such a low bar, too. Yeah, like when you know when Patrick stands up, oh, I've done this with mayor. I was like, yeah, well, whatever. You know, the city's in the same state. That's the way we all think, right? Any of these uh, incumbents, if you will. Uh, but when Bob comes up, he starts saying, I'm like, oh, man, damn, he's highlighting all the... Uh, all the real issues you know, in City Hall. Yeah, so... so the know. one thing that Randy alluded to and then we brought up was Ward 910, the voter turnout there. Does anyone want to give a quick turnover or recap as to what's going on in 910? Why it's such a contested seat or should i just go into it no i want right. robbie to do it <laughs> <laughs> robbie, look at me like, i don't even know what you're talking about so. robbie who do go? you think is gonna win guru or gopi go oh that's nine and ten. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> go um if, if the uh if the usage i mean the proposed usage of his allegations uh to smear his campaign uh, hold a foot in people's minds or mindsets at the bull, at, the, at the actual ballot box, uh, yeah, he loses, right? If uh, there's a, a good amount of community that doesn't believe it 
or is looked past it as is yesterday's news, uh, he has a chance. But I mean, what thing I'm learning, and I think you guys are going through the same thing, um, you can't tell a municipal who's who anyone's voting for, right? Like it's all right. Just to give us a quick recap, Ranjit, as the panel lawyer who has a legal degree and can practice law, can't be easily sued. What are your thoughts? And can you give us a quick uh, overview as to what these allegations are? Uh, okay. I think everybody knows the allegations in the. Hey, no, yeah. not all our listeners are from Brampton. So what what I've seen in the news, like uh, the National and the Toronto Star, um, is all I really know. Uh, basically, there's a turkey trip. Uh, on that trip, uh, Gopi went into the room of somebody else. Dylan. Oh yeah, uh, correct me. Yeah. It, it, Unknown by some circles is Gopi. Wait, I can't no, why don't you just tell the story? <laughs> okay, anyways. I'm trying not to get sued or get... I'm 100% getting anyways, punched in the face, but I'm trying not to get sued while at it. There was, there's some sort of uh, incident where he was not wanted in the room, and it's alleged that uh, there was a sexual assault and it was uh, committed by, by Gerby Dillon. And uh, by happen chance, for some reason, um, the victim, whoever that was, uh, was recording the conversation. Since then, you know, there's been um, no charges laid on him because this is out of jurisdiction uh, for Canadian law enforcement. Um, there was an ethics committee probe or integrity committee or commissioner probe of Brampton into what happened on that trade mission. It was pretty harsh against uh, Gerby Dillon. Um, but that's that's where it died. Um, since then, even the victims apparently signed an NDA or something mm. like that. That's what was reported. We don't know. Yeah. Exactly. The, so with the that's NDAs... There's stuff floating on the internet. Um, a question about NDAs in general, because I'm not a legal expert, unlike some people. Okay. Um, how do they work? So you have an NDA, you sign it, it goes into the courts. Is there no... Is it just kind of no, like... No, it exists? I mean, no, but, can, but... So do NDAs... It's a contract. There's no way to... How do you confirm if an NDA was ever signed? Is there any like history or book of like nda like there's no filing? official record that an nda has been, been no it wasn't it wasn't, a, it wasn't it settled am i am i wrong it was a civil suit of which some was settled sort, yeah which was settled and apparently so, it's private it could just yeah, be that it's imputed it or implied that there yeah. is an nda because no one's talking about it and settlements typically yeah any basic lawyer would know that you don't want the terms of the settlement out there so they'll have like a non-disclosure clause in there anyways um, so it could just be that, or it could be a full-blown NDA. Who knows? So with way, NDAs, there's no filing or like way you can confirm if an NDA was ever signed. Yeah, no, I mean, it wouldn't be public record. Okay. I mean, That's I think, I I think the gist of what we're saying, it's, it's been settled, right? Whatever that was. Unless someone reported in the media the... that I'm not saying anything, there's an NDA, then like there would be no public record. But in that incident, it's been settled by the two parties. So it's a... <laughs> Sometimes NDAs past. have a clause that you can't even talk about the NDA. Oh, yeah. there is. It's like Fight Club. There is no yeah. rule number one of Fight Club, right? That's interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, so what's going on so in there, I, I, I laid it out. Yeah, so Probably we have. Probably get sued for that. <laughs> hopefully. So, yeah, we have. And so, Councillor Dylan's re running. He never stepped down. He decided he's going to, you know, the community doesn't care or it's a case that. And He's taking and his to chance. be fair, and to be fair, there was a big uproar on my take on it. Then it died down a bit. 
to hmm. the point, and then he started running for you know re-election, and then a I think that's when back. was that it when was the like city, a vengeance. but was that when there was a bit a lot of a discord in the city, in city hall, so most of the news cycle was kind of exactly about that kind of taken up and with COVID, what's going to and COVID, yeah, and COVID, oh, yeah. as well. COVID really took over. This is pre-COVID. Yeah. Um, so based on what you guys have been seeing in the community, has one of the big things has been. Is the community receptive to these allegations? Do, does the community care that one of these counselors has been accused of rape or attempted rape? And is it something that... No, no do you rape. think people care? Attempted, attempted sexual assault. Thank you. Right? Do people care <laughs> that this is a story that's floating over one of the counselors? Do I think, people I care think about people, it? I, I think people made the decision when the news came out. Right. So I think if you heard that news, regardless of, you know, where your allegiances had, if you if you assumed it was true, you've already made up your decision about your future vote for him. You know, if you said, well, you know, it's a pass like, and let bygones be bygones, for example, uh, you probably are still open to voting for him. I don't think anyone's making that decision the last week. Right. So the recent. Um, so recently what's been going on is I mean, all the, the counselors, recent, it's yeah. been coming up a lot. He's issued uh, I don't, his I, I, own story yeah. of events and I just don't think it's, I don't I don't think it's at this point in time um people are going to make a decision to vote on him based on on that new story right now you know yeah. if you if you've already heard it you made up your mind you're yes. like I'm not voting for him that's it straight up right? in, the, not... in the court of public opinion you know yeah. he, he probably got slayed um in so there's protests court. happening outside the yeah. polling places, right? Just I mean, crazy. let's 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 talk about that. Isn't that technically campaigning? Because you're not allowed no. to campaign. Well, people I have mean, made a fuck about that because there's like Gopi Dylan's, Gopi Dylan signs outside the, you know. Oh, is there? Oh, okay. Yeah. Across. My, yeah. assumption, my assumption would be that's kind of campaigning because you're basically saying don't vote for him. But they're not saying vote for this person instead. I know, but if you, I mean, you know. They have his election signs there, though. No, but that's yeah. not him. That's his team with the signs there. Beside I mean, the protesters. I, I don't see what it yes. serves other than to... Really? Yeah, okay. so the protesters are protesting. They have pink signs that are saying shame, shame and stuff like that on it. And don't vote for the counselor. Yeah. yeah. And then he has his own people there with his signs there, kind of like trying to drown them out and get, you know, box them out type thing. No, but I think those that, those protesters just approach them on corners and stuff too, don't they? So they're uh, no. So the protesters are on the corner across the street from one of the advanced polling stations, uh, and it started off as a really small protest. And last week, when it seemed like the numbers got a little bigger, so it has gained momentum. Core core movement. Do you think it's a genuine protest, or do you think it's politically motivated? I think it's a genuine. You think I mean, it's actually organized I, by someone who really cares? I, I'm more and more thinking that it's genuine. Oh, okay. At first, I I did. I was very cynical. I I thought it was like politically motivated. Um, a lot of the protesters are women, organized by a candidate. Or, or no, no. I'm just I'm just asking because I haven't I haven't looked into it. That's well, I think it's more organic or or happening on its own. And obviously, it serves a political I mean, purpose for certain candidates, I right? I I still do think my opinion of most of that population has made their decision. Is this someone that comes up in your pragmatically speaking? This is what's happening. You know. The public opinion sour on, on Dylan, and then he has to work doubly hard to go and speak to his supporter base and give his explanation for whatever happened, why it happened, or for whatever reason he's being smeared. Um, 
And if it's a basis accusation, then I'm sure he's giving his supporters some insight as to why it's baseless. Um, but that's what he has to do. And people will believe what they read in the media until he has that one-on-one -on -one conversation with them. And then they might have that opinion, might not. I don't know. Um, mm. But either way, I think everybody agrees that this is a fucking big pain in the ass for Dylan in the election. It's become an issue. He's had to address it in a video. Did that um, help or hurt his... I don't think uh... it pushes the needle. I don't, I don't think it attracts any worse than things are, um, but I don't think it pushes the needle in his direction anyway. So I thought... Mm. I had people tell me it hurt because what they told me and they said was for the people who thought these allegations were baseless and... You know, they were just oh, rumors. They're like, now he's giving an acknowledgement that there might be truth to them by acknowledging them. And in that sense, they thought these could be hurting him more with a population that didn't really uh, believe these allegations to begin with. I mean, it's interesting if he wins, isn't it? What's it I mean, say? Of, I mean, I mean it's, it's very interesting. Do these protests continue? Um, do they protest him outside city? I mean, it's a very interesting... You know, let's say he wins. What happens? So one right. thing I read, there was a Brampton, uh, a Brampton writer who writes a lot lengthy posts. He's politically active on, he has Facebook groups and stuff. And in his Facebook post, this writer writes that these allegations are a direct reflection on our community. And I know if you guys heard the saying that uh, communities and the population, they get the politicians they deserve. Um, and so yeah. this guy's post and what he was writing, he, he kind of really alluded to the... And we're, aren't we notorious for selecting really bad politicians as a community? I mean, Do we, though? I, I feel I like we... On. <laughs> yeah, come on, guys. Don't even start with me. It's just interesting because... Do <laughs> so you want to start in India and go and work our way back? <laughs> like, yeah, I feel I like know. if we go there, it gets really hey, Oh, now it's the same people. Like, it's we're not... Um... Yeah, it's, it's, it's a weird but one. Do you think the community is where do you think the community comes down to this is and this has been the heart of all our conversations well, I, within I, my I whatsapp still, groups is I, I still, people saying no one cares versus people saying a lot of people care i still think it's one of those things right like remember when trump was being voted in and during the election and all this stuff was coming out you know where he grabbed a girl and there's videos and there's this and that and there's and people look past it and people don't care they just don't care they've already made their decision they're like yeah he could remember that guy or, or it was trump who said that i could walk out onto um forgot what street in new york and, and shoot a person and they'd still vote for me like it was just the point where like i can do anything i want i'm still going to get their vote so if his supporters are loyal no matter what he does they've already moved past this this is a non a non-point to them and if he has enough of those he has a good shot the question is we'll see you know if they are really that loyalty really stands on election day i mean that's I mean, that's going to be a determining factor has really anyone has anyone done the what how much of a vote do you need to have a shot at winning in nine ten? In the past, it's the numbers have been around. If you need about at least eight, wow, Shit. you need at least eight or nine. In but one he, of the I previous mean, elections, Kirby had fourteen thousand when he won uh, with heavy support. Right, uh, the one that was close, he won. I think they said he had nine. Um, so everyone's estimating that you need at least around eight. But with the mm -hmm. volley happening, everyone's saying now that vote alone is good. and because. And I also got the impression that a lot of dissies were just like, you know what, hands off this election. It's too dirty for us. We don't want to get involved. Yeah, um, you know what? On that point, 
I had I had, a, I had a non-Punjabi or non-Indian person from 910 talk to me about getting flyers in the mail about, I guess, somebody who was protesting Gurpreet and writing some, like, she said it was just really, really disgusting what she had to read. It was very harsh. Uh, she's a, somebody who always votes. Um, and she was, like, completely turned off by, like... The election. Yeah, she was too vicious. She's like, way too vicious uh, and, and negative um, what's being said about him um, to the point where they don't like it. It might even be like, I don't know, maybe push people in the camp because it looks like he's being bullied. I don't know. I mean, do you think we kind of have this tendency to assume the general voter is in tune with the political spectrum or the news? I mean, we all, we're on Twitter nonstop, but just the average guy working. I, my dad would be a good example. He didn't care about none of this stuff. I don't even, he might have heard of it or whatever, right? But, but something I mean, like that. Just something you said there, right? No, you said we're on Twitter. I feel like we're poisoned too. Like we get a lot of bad information that exactly, we believe right? too. But I mean, if you're just a general voter, you're like, whatever. I, yeah, Dylan, that's the guy I voted for last time. Fit up on them there. Or I met this guy at the park. I remember him. Yeah, like you're not in tune with what's going on. You don't <laughs> even know. I mean, you mm-hmm. remember, I just I was telling you guys before we started, most of the population doesn't understand what the position even does. Right, they don't know what these guys do. They're not in tune with their policies, their votes, what they've proposed. They just sometimes just vote on name recognition. So, it, and that's the thing about but, incumbents, right? Incumbents have four years from yeah. the last election to really campaign, make friends, make get the newsletters out, get things, get their WhatsApp groups and pumping. If, and and if they and if they do love him, and he's saying, well, they're these are baseless, and they go, okay, well, we're that's gonna. All they need that's all it is and they're like well i don't know any of the other candidates because they don't like if there was someone running against him had a like a lot of name recognition the whole community knew him um or her it it would be a different story i think that then you could say well maybe name recognition isn't enough now but that's the only thing he really has going for him it's not anything else is it i mean at this point you know i don't name recognition i think you nailed it man i think that's what i i don't think i mean he's not he's not out there saying i did xyz He's just taking pictures with everybody he knows now yeah. and uh, saying, look, I'm still part of the community and people know him. Talking about name so. recognition, we have like Nikki Core jumping in to challenge the incumbent Patrick Brown. Any predictions there? And she's backed right. by Nick Corvellis. I think Patrick has it. Just same thing, name recognition and the amount of people. I mean, if you're really in tune with it, you're disgusted by the mayoral, <laughs> all the candidates, actually. Uh, Bob's still doing it, all right? Bob's telling the truth out there. Uh, yeah. But you're, you know, because my, my whole take on it is yeah, right or wrong. They're kind of, they were a team, weren't they? Him and Nikki? Patrick Or she hired, hired Nikki at one point, yeah. He hired Nikki at one point. So they're all the same, cut from the same cloth. Um, and then fired her, which... I guess I, is... I, think, I, I well, I, regardless of what it is, I don't. Uh, does she? Ha- I I only heard of her from this election. Uh, I really never know her. Never knew her before. Yeah. So if we're talking about name recognition, if that's the thing that when Patrick takes it as well, unless yeah, Bob's man. unless Bob's social TikTok. I think Bob. I think I think Bob could take it because I see a lot of kids who might be dragged to the poll or who might just go for the sake of let's see what's up. Because everyone I know in my circle is like, yeah, I'm just going to vote Bob. Fuck it. And then yeah. I make random kids like, yeah, yo, I, I'm, I'm going to just go vote Bob. And I don't think those 20, people would be captured. 30, yeah, the 20 to 30 vote, it looks yeah. like, like Bob's their guy. And they're Bob's not captured guy. in polls by pollsters, right? Because they're not the ones whose number goes on that. Yo, what if Bob wins? 
I'd love oh, to see Bob in the second Batman. Batman Bob. Batman Bob. I'm waiting for the Batman costume. I'm sure it's coming out closer we get to Halloween. He's going to have something. All right. He's enough politics talk, done, though. What he's done, doctor, lawyer, construction worker. Hockey. Uh, hockey Yo, this Man, guy's clearing out uh, Party City. He's, like, going through it, returning it, getting that. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Quickly wanted to move on. In some sad news, I don't know if you guys heard about this uh, shooting in, that happened in Cali where the family got kidnapped and murdered and they found the bodies. Uh, happened in the last oh, two weeks. Terrible. We didn't have a podcast to really comment on it. I don't know if there's really anything you can comment on, but like, holy fuck, right? How dark is that? Eight month old. Was it? Um, my, my, I mean, obviously it's sad. I mean, there's nothing to say to that. But was that news as spread on, you know, their main news stations? Um, or was it more of a, a kind of, because we all knew it because of Twitter and uh, our other community being involved? Were, yeah, our communities that we're connected to, or is it something that was completely mainstream, like all over CNN? And because I mean, you hear the story; it's horrific. It's like, you know, if if someone from the suburbs gets uh, kidnapped, that's all over the news too. Um, I'm just wondering if uh, this had the same effect on the American just on the news cycle. I think it was just local TV. Yeah, I think that's it was just up, Sacramento man. news. That's crazy. Yeah. Makes you they, think, right? They ever put out with the motive? They ever so. The, apparently, um, he was an ex-employee <clears throat> who was let go. Um, and, he, and apparently, he has a history of attacking uh, employers who have terminated him in the past. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, Gotta be honestly, careful like, who you hire. Fuck. Yeah, it's pretty fucked up. Like, I'll be honest. Oh. Like, um, I, I remember watching one video of this family quietly being led away by him like there was some cctv footage and i was thinking you know what the fuck like if some guy came up to me with a gun and i was with my family and you know if he's not trying to if it becomes apparent he's not trying to rob us and he's handcuffing us and leading us somewhere then no like i'm gonna take my chances and say hey guys you guys run i'm gonna headbutt him or something right um but then only later, like that was my initial reaction, like, fuck, maybe I would have done something a little differently. But only after I learned that this was a past employee and I, with that in mind, I might've thought, okay, maybe like I can get this guy to calm down. We know each other, the history, I can maybe deescalate the situation. And you, yeah. you, you also have an eight month year old, right? I mean, your concerns out the window, you're just thinking, oh, don't hurt the child. You know, I'm, thinking I'm a goner in any other situation. I think I'm a goner as soon as like yeah. he, he yeah. leads me to the van, you know? Like, he's not robbing me now. He's not going to last too long in jail, I'll tell you that much. Yeah. Yeah, you're a child killer. They don't they don't treat you too well, so. That was a fucked up so. thing. Uh, where did that leave you guys in terms of, like, your own security? Like, yo, look, I know this is American. American situations are a little different than Canada, but all right. I remember after that, I was like, you know what? A lot of times I'd be, like, wearing a shorty kutapar, and I'm like, yeah, maybe I should just go back to wearing the big one all the time when I'm out in public. Never know who. I mean, this is obviously tragic. I mean, I don't, I never pictured myself going through something like that. But I mean, the thing that got me thinking like that, or at least aware of my surroundings was all those carjackings that we just went through a few months ago. Yep. And I'm always driving with my kids. And honestly, literally at every stoplight, I was a little bit more, you know, just looking around, just being a bit more cautious. Yeah, man, because it's, yeah, they could jump in and take it. They're not going to wait for you to take out your kid, right? 
Mm-hmm. And how would I react in that situation? Yeah, but I, they I don't, don't want to take your kid either because then it becomes much more serious for them. I know they don't, but I mean, that, that's where the thought goes, right? Like, yeah. you know, you're on the, you, you don't know these things, right? Um, so yeah, man, it, it does make you think, but uh, it didn't affect me to think that it would happen here. I still have that notion like, oh, this is it's Canada. An American thing. Maybe, maybe, no, it's an ignorant thing on my part. It can happen anywhere in the world, but it just, it felt very American, like, you know, uh, the type of crime type of thing. Mind you, we just had an ex-employee drive and shoot a random cop and then go back to his employer and shoot a student. Uh, a co-worker, yeah. A co-worker, whatever it was, just, what, a month ago? Yeah. Uh, he that. killed the cop at a Tim Hortons. I mean, this is not, it's kind of, you know, the world's getting crazy. But the, the killing of an eight-month-year-old and, and the parent, like, that's just... Dark. That's, not even dark, I think. Yeah, he's deranged. I don't he's think demonic, that's... Uh, yeah. It's definitely the level of you're not sane, and this is very demonic. If my kids, yeah, uh, yeah, killing kids like that's just yeah. Uh, mm. One, all right, really no way to move on from this into any sort of segue. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw the marketplace, CBC Marketplace. It's a well-renowned and watched show that goes undercover, talks businesses, um, and they had our uh, former guest Sanj Sanjeet yep. on. I gotta say, you know, I think if Sanj got any royalties from that, he should kick it back to us. I'm pretty sure it was our podcast that got him that. 100%. Uh, 100%. <laughs> our podcast all, all that these raised bloody, his... All these bloody predictions that are coming to fruition now, it's all us. 100%. Yes, we... I felt like when he was talking, that was a little bit of three of our voices combined. <laughs> <laughs> so, yo, talk about this though, Ranji. You've, you've dealt with mortgages. Pay me, Sanj. Pay me. You know, real estate closings. What's the percentage you think that come through that, you know, raise in your ire of like, hmm, I don't know if this is legit or. Well, I I got to say all of my clients, I think they're 100% legit. Um, but I have heard, you know, and being around the industry um, that people have clients who are buying homes and they wonder how they can even afford it because they're factory workers that are making minimum wage or just a little bit past that, and they're buying like homes, like 1.2 million qualifying for like $800,000 mortgages. <clears throat> it just doesn't make sense. I mean, it's not a lawyer's job to really do due diligence on like what somebody's credit score is, but you kind of just always got to wonder, right? Um, that's more so on the banks. Um, and why is this happening? And you hear, you hear in like backroom corners and, and hushed and hushed voices about... Uh, these fraudulent documents being made so that people can qualify for mortgages and banks looking the other way because they get to tout um, record profits for their share prices, right? By approving all these mortgages. Some people say as high as, you know, 40% of mortgages are, shouldn't be, wouldn't qualify. If, if that seems really high. Yeah. I've heard I, as high. I, I, I think it's completely true. 40% really? seems guys- very reasonable. 40% to me just seems mind-blowing. Look, I, so if you, well, you just said, uh, whatever, factory worker and, and make a minimum wage, if, if, let's say no one can rent their basement in Brampton and get their residual $2,000 a month, how many people can afford their mortgage? That's, yeah, exactly. that, like, that should be eye-opening to everybody. Like, yeah, oh, wait, shit, that's a lot of people. They actually probably couldn't carry the mortgage around their house without renting their basement, right? And that it's that's the kind of equation that everybody uses well you can rent this i'll do this i'll get approve the mortgage i can't afford it but i'm going to make it work the banks know what's going on 
Banks have known for years. I mean, they're not stupid. They're just getting paid. But now they can't take too much risk. My question to you, Ranjit, as, as, as obviously the law expert, why are the real estate agents liable? Because I've been told now the real estate agents can be in trouble for having a hand in this. Doesn't it solely fall on the mortgage agent for committing fraud? Why would the realtor be liable for anything? Um, okay, so let's take away the word liability. Okay. Um, what realtors are doing as a practice now, and again, this is rumored and hush, but people talk about this um, as a more prevalent trend, is that they'll have clients um, who they presume can't, you know, afford a house. Uh, so, you know, they'll start off showing them a townhouse that doesn't suit, you know, their client's family needs. Um, the client quickly realizes that, no, you know, the, their family of six needs a, a, a detached home. Um, that's, you know, plus 3,000 3, square feet or 2,500 plus. So now the realtor is forced to show the family a house that they can't afford. And um, they say, okay, well, if you really need this house, I know a guy who will, you know, pay him a thousand bucks, 500 bucks, and he'll make documents for you so you can get qualified for a mortgage. And they leave it at that. They get their commission. That's the incentive. Right? That's, that's the incentive. Okay. Um, but like, it, it, like to be fair, you know, it's not generally, it's not unsuspecting clients who are being forced to buy something they can't afford. They know they can't afford the house. And, when you're paying someone to make fraudulent documents, you know you're doing something because you can't afford. Like, yeah. no one's that basic, yeah. okay? No one's like, oh, okay, this is normal that I have to fake my income to no, buy but, has, but it's become such normal. Wait one second. There's another side to that. It's become such commonplace that people think that's just the right way to do it. There's certain mortgage agents, we all probably know who they are, that people just go to, yeah, he'll get your mortgage done. What he means by that is fraud, right? Yeah. Uh, paper like paper but they but they don't even know what that means they don't even know what's fraud mortgage card I, I don't i don't think people are that innocent man like yes you know there is there is a duty a fiduciary duty that realtors owe their clients um but that you know there's an act that they governs them not i'm not going to be boring it's called reba uh, brokers and agents are governed by that you said you're not going to be boring. You, you decided boring. now at this point, this is where you decided that I'm going to draw the line. Not going to be boring. But like, dude, like basically all it says, like the, the idea of this act is when you're, when you're representing your client, be honest uh, and do act in the best interest. Let them make the business decision. Obviously yeah. like the business decision is being made by the client, the, the buyer. Okay. But what uh, if you're not, what if, if what if you, what if you do send all your papers in? Yeah. Right. And you're told, well, you got to pay this much money and your mortgage will get approved. There's no intel of telling you that's fraudulent. You're not, you're not, you, you're not, you weren't even aware your, your documents are forged because this has happened to people. They get forged on the back end and you get a mortgage. But they sign the mortgage with all the fraudulent information in it, no? Does it, is it on there? I don't think it's on there. Yeah. Like when I had got my mortgage, it said, had like some of the details and it kind of said you yeah, would agree I'm, that everything you submitted I'm, is I'm, if you're going to a guy who can approve your mortgage how many do you think they're reading all these files they're just like well sign here okay you know I, I, you got approved just sign it you're good um, i actually read that one i actually had to, when i got my first mortgage i'm like this seems like i need to read it read not, the whole not, not because i thought we did anything fraudulent or our 
agent or mortgage agent did anything fraudulent. It just kind of felt this is a really, it was on legal size paper when they gave it to me and they sent the package home and they said, <laughs> read it over and bring it back. Well, um, it's a big, it's a big paper. You got to read it, right? When it was on the big paper, I felt. I got to disagree. Have you ever not gone to a store and got like such a good deal and you're like, what's the catch? No. Yes, I, I have. I've got, I got like these ball main sweaters. They're really expensive. And for, Look at this guy, ball man. Look at this guy just dropping. His, <laughs> I don't even know what that is. Out. He didn't get. He didn't say I got a ball main sweater. He said sweaters. And I'm going to. Hold on. Are you balls? What? No, I've never heard of the brand ball main. It's some high end designer brand. Anyways, you, like you, you think okay, like a sweater that's like a thousand bucks. How you're getting in the hundreds? What's the catch? Like, I had a guy pull up beside me once in a parking lot saying, hey, I was here for at the International Festival. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The show. I got to go, go, go to the airport right now. I got to go to the airport right now and I got to, you know, I can't take was, these with me. So any cash was, I can get for it is great. Was, and he's in a home, shady broken van and I'm like. Was it at Home, home Depot on Airport in Queen? Because that's what no, happened to me. This was, this was literally, I was at lunch at, on Winston Churchill and 401. Um, and I was in the parking lot just leaving after picking up my lunch. And the guy pulls up. He had a shabby van, and I'm like, "Hold on! First, you're an internet. You're here for an international client. Your rental van looks like it's been. It's got 400 kilometers on it. Uh, I don't know if this adds up." He told me for 100 dollars, he'll give me five leather Armani jackets, and I was like, "Yeah, it's fine, man. I ain't got that kind of That's cash." When you on buy me today. the TV, and it's just a box yeah. of bricks, right? But yeah. you, you, as soon as you get presented that, the point is, you think, "Okay, what's the catch? Something weird is going on." So the second that someone who is making 40k a year or a combined household you know uh income of like 80k a year mm -hmm. pre-tax um qualifies for like a million dollar mortgage you're only looking at a monthly payment so this is where we're talking about interest rates in a second but remember that most of these people are only looking at the monthly payment monthly payment can I, uh, Oh, I can afford that. It doesn't matter how much I you make afford, a year. I can afford $4,000 they, they are not looking at no, but I think a million dollars to the bank. They're looking at 3000 Okay, if I rent the basement and I do this, okay, I can get it. I need to get a mortgage. They don't understand. So like, as we saw this week, there's protests in Surrey where real estate agents and <laughs> people are protesting the interest rate hikes. I don't think they really understand what yeah, they that's, signed. That's just stupid. Yeah, I just I just don't think people really understand what so, they signed. So I think the protests in Surrey. Let's just get into those horribly cringe. I feel really yeah. bad. Like it's our embarrassing. For me, it's, it's kind of like our community's gotten to this point in its like level of uh, representation now. Uh, and it was weird because these guys are just protesting the federal governments for not stepping in to save them and not bailing them out because they're like. We're going to lose our properties. We were promised. But these guys are real estate agents. I don't think they were taking advantage of or anything. They have TikToks explaining how to over leverage your existing equity in your house to exactly. build your portfolio. They knew what they were doing. They just got fucked. They, you know, bought at the wrong time. The market turned. And now they're, they owe it. That's just the market taking back what they, what it takes bag back. Bag holders. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're the bag holders. So. But it's just like in the stock market, that shit happens every day. So, I mean, what's the, why are these guys protesting? You took the risk. I think you it's leveraged with, yourself. Yeah, but like uh, housing has always been, you know, something that's protected just because of the impact it has on the economy. Yeah, it should it's have been protected. But when you're having 25% price hikes every single year with record low interest rates and everybody's 
you know, <laughs> a normal job has five houses and is refinanced over and over again, you're taking that risk. If you're playing that game, that's on another level. You're trying to turn the money. You're like, okay, do this, do this. In ten years, I'll have this paid off, and I'll have this much cash flow. Yeah, you're you know what you're doing. You're taking a risk. The the notion where these guys are going on, like we were guaranteed low interest rates. No, that was never guaranteed, right? And they don't understand why. There, there's they don't even understand why they're getting increased. Another reason why we need to. Uh, why financial literacy is required is like, well, if we don't increase the interest rate. The piece Let's of bread that you inflation. buy. Do we, do we know what that inflation is? Yeah. You, it's like, it's well, we either increase what you're paying back on your variable rate mortgage or we increase the rate of bread. Pick one. I think, um, well, my parents were always very uh, apprehensive when I was talking to them about, hey, yeah, we should do this, do that. Because they lived through that crash in the 80s or whatever it was. Yeah, ni- and they're like, good. <laughs> they're always like, no, we good, we good. And I'm we like, know I get it. I get it. I get it now. Because, <laughs> like, if you just bought a house for 1.5 on a variable rate mortgage and your payment went from about maybe 3000 or whatever it was to five or six now, and you're like, you know, or what if, if you bought a house a few years ago at two point something, now you're getting locked in at 5.6 for how many years? Yeah, that extra $1,000 a month or whatever it might be, it's going to hurt people. And yeah. I, that's, that's, I'm, that's all I'm saying. It is going to hurt people. It's not hurting people enough yet because we still have things like basements and so on and so forth, other revenue streams. But if they keep cranking it. That's not going to change, Robbie. Like the basements will be rented out. No, I, I, and I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay with that, right? But it's like. But they're not able to raise the rents of the basements, is what they're yeah. complaining about. Yeah. The renter protection they, is protecting the tenants. <laughs> so it's like, you know. Um, yeah, man, it's a, it's an interesting thing. But back to the CBC thing, yeah, they 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 highlighted it, and it was basically a a, a mortgage, no, a, a brokerage. That's the right a real word. estate brokerage that was really a brokerage in in Mississauga. Uh, a big one that the gentleman name I think it's Shaw is his name or something like that. Yeah. And um, yeah, I, I, it'd be interesting to know how many. And I went on their website. It's like a hundred realtors. <laughs> So I can't imagine how many of those, if each of those guys sold four or five houses last year, that's a ton of houses in the GTA with fraudulent mortgages. If. Well, if. one thing that kind of came up and this was a criticism is they said they really focused on like the Punjabi market in this situation. Um, it seems like it'd be something that would be prevalent across the board, Iranian communities, Chinese communities, you know, 100%. Turkish communities. It'd be something that shows up yeah. all across, but it really seemed that's, like that's, they were... That's a racist. It was a racist view, but it is what it is. <laughs> like, were they the, maybe were the easiest community to target for those uh, those hidden videos, right? I mean, that's the other thing, right? These like, oh, target this community, they'll let us know everything. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, it uh, may just be that those agents are a little bit more brazen compared yeah. to others. Yeah. Uh, like, hundred percent, every community does this. Um, is there one that's more cavalier? <laughs> maybe it's us. <laughs> <laughs> or I like the word cavalier. Yeah, um, but yeah, it you know CBC probably should have given a more balanced approach because what it looks like is oh, a bunch of brown guys are doing mortgage fraud. But it'd be interesting. To <laughs> and they're going to be responsible for the crash. Yeah, that's that's essentially what that's they're saying. Eight. Pin it on these guys. Pin it on Brampton and Surrey. That's where it really. No, I think yeah. the banks should have to pay for it as well, man. They they know what's going on, you know, or the. At the end of the day, they're the one. They know everyone knows what's going on. As long as well, everyone's getting paid, they're happy. I've been out of the right. game for almost a decade. 
I kind of sound like Gray when I said I've I've been out of the game for a decade. But when I was doing mortgages, it was and this was in two thousand seven, two thousand eight, two thousand nine. This was happening a lot back then too. It wasn't a hidden secret. All mm-hmm. that every mortgage agent has an underwriter at the bank that they know is a little trust, a little overly trusting towards them. And the underwriters tell them like, hey, just make sure this is what I need to see from you to, you know, knock off my checklist. I feel like that's always been there now. It was there yeah. before I started. It wasn't something that yeah. just started. I mean, then. with your programming knowledge, isn't this a very simple solution? Your document has to come encrypted from uh, the CRA directly to the bank and some algorithm gives you a, a yeah, green yeah. light, red light, and you're Look. done. That's, I mean, how hard is this? Look, someone's you gonna know? propose uh, NFT. There, there has to be a will. Solution. Yeah, there has to be a will for that to happen, though. Yeah, let's, bl- let's blame the government. Stop blaming the community. Yeah. Blame the government, right? Like to get an encrypted. You said it exactly. Getting a file that's signed by the CRA that's unreplicatable. It's yeah. that's technology like that cure- exists. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's technology that currently exists. Uh, making it even or, like or, or, or the here's the a QR. Already, the agent preview to it. It's a direct connection to the bank, and they only see a green light. They don't see the communication. Yeah, they're not they're not privy to. It. They just get a yes and no. It's like my health card validation when I run my health cards. Look, I just get a green light or red. Exactly. I don't get any all, other information. I'm not privy to it. All that stuff right. is hundred percent doable. It's hundred percent feasible. It you can do it in a way that doesn't, you know, expose privacy like that. But like Raji said, there needs to be a will for it. And I think the Canada's GDP right now relies on the fact that people are making so these interest up. payments. That's so messed up. And but, I mean, actually, I, as long as the redundancy rate is pretty low, like we'll fucking write it out. Yeah. Talking about uh, a, a will or a, for change, anybody else getting annoyed by Jamit's tweets lately about the CEOs and big businesses? <laughs> Have you guys been paying attention to that? His tweets haven't really jumped. He's, I follow him. They haven't been. Friends so my has been hammering, oh, CEOs make this much. And I want to be like, you guys make the rules. <laughs> like, you're the, you're the government. You can't be mad at the CEO for playing the system. You know, if he's taking record profits, make it illegal for what he's doing. Why are you like, wh- what are you going to do as a politician? You think the CEO is going to turn around and say, okay, we're going to give profits back? I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't get his take. Oh, corporations make too much money. Okay, then you need to do something about that in your power, not yelling on Twitter. I, well, I, I, think, don't, I don't understand. It's just that's all he's doing. It's every day. Oh, Loblaw CEO made this much, and Sobey's like. Oh, it's, is it the food scarcity or the food cost issue? Yeah, but I mean, to go after the CEOs, that's, that's I mean, that's easy. Well, and I think it's just there to. He knows that the only way they're going to be able to enact any sort of change is if people feel a certain way. And if people. To, so, first, you got to get the people to feel a certain way. And if you can get the people I, to feel a certain way, then you can get the government. It's It's kind of fucked, though. Like, it's such a, I guess, someone who tries to be informed is such a bad take because, you know, like Lava Sobeys, like they're making record profits from their verticals. Um, and, you know, yeah. they're not making this money from like grocery sale, right? Yeah. So that's why they're, they're having record profits. It's, it's the other stuff. Um, One thing that I was always curious about when we talk it's, about it's a record great headline. profits. It's a great headline. Yeah. And that's what it, it is. It is, but at the same time, it's just, it's just the approach... Their approach is yeah, so good. So good. Yo, Jungmeet's on me, man. I got to stop. <laughs> you got to change his tone. Um, yeah, no, I don't. It's not something that's been on my timeline, so I don't really have a hard take on it. But generally, no, with politics in general, it's kind of like if you want to create change or if you want to introduce some sort of legislation, 
the easiest way to do it first is kind of give your use case as to why. So my guess is the NDP wants to introduce something uh, around it. So what they got to do now is get people kind of behind why before they do it. And so that's where these emotional, let me get you guys oh, wrapped up. He's, and lead, now, he's, leading, he's leading up to something. Yeah, yeah so but let me get like you guys angry cares. first. And now that you guys but are no angry, this is what we're doing about it. No one's angry. Yeah. I mean, we're not at the point where we want to eat the rich yet. Especially in Brampton, where Brampton has so much money, man. It's sickening sometimes. I've been yeah, dropping my crazy. kid off. I've been dropping I, my kid off and I go past some neighborhoods. And I'm like, wow. Apparently, okay. have the most Range Rovers and like Royals Royces in all of Canada. But with the, with all this housing stuff we're talking about, and we're hearing a mortgage fraud, I don't think people are as rich as they say they are. Maybe they're just them. there. Are, no, there there are some rich. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not arguing that, but you know, the guy who owns five six houses, he initially probably wasn't that rich initially. Or maybe there is a lot of debt going it. on, right? Yeah, that's what I'm getting at. I'm like, man, if you if you. People don't have that much money. It's, just, it's a big pose. No, but right, sometimes it might just. Fam- we know we know the families that make money. I'm not. I'm not. No, I'm not talking about them, right? Maybe there's just like a pot of hands, right? A guy has a basement rented out on a house that's been paid off. That basement's clearing two grand a month. Grand, yeah. Now he can run afford a two grand car payment, and what can you get for two grand a month? You can get some nice cars, right? Get a Range Rover. Now you get two of them. You get two of those houses. Hey, and, we're gonna oh, range, and, and Range Rovers with matching Belmain sweaters. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm just saying there might be, you know, sale, a level of sale. Okay, chill, chill. This vacation. There might be something going on like that, but generally, I think there is a lot of wealth, and I, everyone's like, well, those are real. Like one of my buddies constantly tells me, like, real estate agents just fleece the market. These guys were literally making six hundred grand a year. Some of these guys in these yeah, brokerages. Yeah, crazy. But, but now they're not going to make much. Like it's. But it's now they're jumping over, on right? truck. Jumping on truck now. What? Real estate agents. Oh they're yeah. Driving trucks. Driving truck now. That's fucked. Wow. How much of that are you going to make though? That doesn't sound like you're going to make that six hundred k driving truck. No. Yeah. But what yeah. I mean, I, but I mean, is now six hundred k is dispersed, right? Mm. It's not the six hundred k. I'm making six hundred k a year. Yeah. If you're making that for twenty years, man. Yeah, you're balling. You know, if you're hitting one or two years, fine. But there's some dissy uncles that have been doing it. So, you know. More power to them. Yeah, uh, quickly, just winding things down. Um, have you guys been watching TV shows? Have you been watching Game of Thrones, staying up to date with that? Or uh, Ring of Power? I know Ring a few of you were. Ring of yeah. Power, you guys like it? I, I, just, I just watched Did it Did you finish night. it? Oh, <coughs> awesome. Can we talk about it? I don't know. Shinda, are you going to watch it? He's I mean, I have it. zero interest. I haven't gotten past episode one yet. Dude, okay. that was a great twist. Oh, my God. You did episode one. I fell asleep. I started episode two, and then ten minutes in, I'm like, "Stopping an idiot, just turn it off." Hellbrand. Oof. Oof. That was a. I did not expect that. That was the last I thing I expected. Yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was the other guy. The, uh, but that's Gandalf, obviously. Yeah, that'll be Isn't Gandalf. That? Yeah. Or like the other original like, wizard, no but yeah. <laughs> All I will say is that was a very. Um, Visually stunning series for the money that they spent. Um, I, I was very disappointed, I think, in the first two episodes. I think I share that sentiment with can, most people. Can you give me the significance of the rings, the three rings? It's just from the the first. It's it's So it's melded with that, uh, I forgot the material. And it's it's going to have power, basically. But it's only with the elves. Mithril. But then there's more rings that get made later on. So it's going to be season two, season three. Remember those, like, riders? 
in Lord of the yeah. Rings. Yeah. Uh, they they were uh, what, seven men destined to die. I forgot what it was. But there's, there's there's a lot more story to be had. This is just the start of it. So those are the three rings for the elves. And there'll be more coming out after that. So it should be, it's going to be good, man. Okay. You know, the significance is that it uh, it lets them stay in Middle Earth. That's the idea. So, All right. Yeah. All right. What about Game of Thrones? Have you guys been watching that? I know I wasn't even nope. watching I haven't watched today's episode, I but. Stop watching it. Last week's episode, nothing. You stopped watching no. it out of boredom or sheer disinterest or. Robbie, why did you what? stop watching? Yeah, I, I'm not, I, I thought the rings was enough, man. I got to do one at a time. I'm, I am be, getting uh, confused in Game of Thrones. There's um, a lot of fucking incest this season. And the names yeah, are too similar. The names are so similar. There's like fucking five guys. Aegon. Yeah, three Aegons. One guy's yeah. married to his sister. One niece is married to her dad. They're what, both in the same family. What's with the fascination with that? Like, whoever the writer is, what's... Like I get it, but I mean, ease up, bro. Right? I think I think they're just trying to portray like that family had incest. Like they were I remember very when Game of Thrones happened, the incest angle was like, whoa, that's fucked up. Yeah. yeah. Um, the lot. Oh my now, god. Now it's like whatever. <laughs> I'm still kind of like, oh man, not more of this. Yeah. Y'all can um, find one other person like one degree away from you guys. It's become comedic. I'm still it's like at least still at least at least, <laughs> at least it's like a half sister now. Like that's now so that's what the show's come to. It's like yeah, oh, it's, at least, at least, it's a at least there's some decency. It's a half sister. They made the cousin. They're like, well, they're marrying the cousins. That's completely okay. It's the sister yeah. thing. That's where we draw the. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I find that part. Is there okay? Is there is there even a lot of dragons in the show? Can I ask? Yeah. That? Yeah. The dragons yeah. are cool. They is got the dragons. So than, is it more so than uh, Game of Thrones? A little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bigger dragons. Yeah. Probably same amount of footage. You know as about the more seasons. too. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah, I, I just, don't know. Uh, I, I still watch enjoy. It. It. I still enjoy the story. The incest part kind of makes me like uh, roll my eye again, but I don't know. The, Maybe yeah. there. character. There's one character on that show. His character arc is great because what's his name on the Jacha? The Jacha, yeah, Damien. <laughs> Damien, Damien, yeah. Damien. So uh, and that's how you go. I, there's too hard. It's just too hard, man. It's literally uh, Punjabi name. Then yeah, so Punjabi comes in handy. Yeah. Dude, the, <laughs> yeah, but that's how they describe the relationship sometimes, right? Like in why the families need to come together and make a better relationship with each. Yeah. Uh, he went from someone who uh, like gross and did not like him to like, okay, family man now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's. He's taking up for his wife and kids. And he's got though, his own kids. And you mean his, know, that's his, his niece. His niece and their children, right? It's no, but yeah, got... his niece who's trying to like, I don't know, like get with that. Uh, but then he also like has. 12 or something. Yeah, but then he also has kids from his other niece that he married. Because that was his niece too, yes. right? That's a lot of nieces. <laughs> yeah, this guy's just got a thing for his nieces. Kind of dangerous there. But apparently, so I think it seems what the show is foreshadowing is that Damon and the. Uh, I guess that would be one of his younger brothers now, Aegon, are going to fight and duel it out. Yeah, there's a civil war coming now. Yeah, so that'll be interesting. I don't know. I'm still intrigued by the show. I think they did a good job at resetting Game of Thrones. That Game of Thrones season 7 or 8, whatever it was, doesn't not linger the over me. It's not the same, but it's good enough. It's good enough, yeah. that you got to watch The Ring of Power, man. I'm, I'll try it. It's still there. It's just it's having so much trouble getting through. Like I started episode 2. And episode, the wizard guy, you, episode three, and it's just 
Episode three onwards is great. It's awesome. All right, so I'll keep at it, man. I'm trying. I tried. I watched Edge Runners. I don't know if you guys seen Cyberpunk Edge Runners. No uh, idea. Cyberpunk was a failed video game. Uh, yes, I heard. I know that. So, a billion dollar game that just was riddled with bugs on launch that just like quickly fizzled out and became like the biggest disappointment. But this yeah. game had such high promise because so apparently Cyberpunk Edge Runners, the studio that made it, these guys invested in like the story. Uh, there's lore already for the cyberpunk universe um and the show did a great job of tying it in that made me want to go back and now explore that universe through the game too uh it's cool that, what was the other show that came out like that Ar- arcane Ar- yeah arcane or whatever it was yeah, yeah. that was same League thing like game and then a, yeah that was good i watched that actually that was I was impressed with that yeah like a lot of games and like Halo was big on this and is when the game is designed, either they'll adopt an existing uh, story like the Witcher series did. Yeah. And Cyberpunk did. Or in Halo's case, they'll hire writers, novelists, bring them in board and create the lore out about it that just like takes over and becomes this whole universe. Because I think companies in general saw just like that Star Wars effect and like the Marvel Comics effect of... You don't want to own a franchise. You want to own a universe mm. of lore yeah. that you can build and franchise around and create product for. So, yeah, no, the cyberpunk thing seems super cool, man. I ended up binging. It wasn't even too long. I think it was twelve episodes, eight eight episodes or twelve episodes, whatever it was. Got through them because they were like half an hour episodes. It's very anime style, so you got to. I don't know if that's gonna hinder you guys from watching it. Um, he yes. just called us old. He just called us old. No, it's not even old. It's <laughs> he said you guys. No, because I don't know if you guys watch cartoons. Um, You're the one falling animation. asleep to to Game of Thrones. What's it called? Rings I can't do Rings of Power, man. So ridiculous. Yo, uh, have you guys? Great uh, ending. Have you guys great watched ending. Andor by any chance? I have. I have. No. Yeah. Finish it. That's the new Star Wars. Yes. Yeah, it's pretty no. good. I am watching it because it's part of the universe. It's not the best one of them, but. No, it's pretty good though. That's a pretty yeah. low bar. It's not even the best of them. Because it's, it, it's not Mandalorian. With, it doesn't yeah, have but, to do with any like Jedi's or nothing like that. It's but it builds the universe. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even know it existed. I'll be honest. I didn't the last know episode was, was pretty sick though. Yeah. That. Did you watch it? Yeah. yeah it was good. All right. So I, I'll Andor. Eh? I got it. I have Disney Plus too. I should probably take a look at that. It's just, it, I didn't even know it existed. I'm waiting for the Soka well, series. There's so many series. She-Hulk came out. That was whatever. Yeah. I, I didn't even think so. I'm yeah, kind of done with the Marvel's universe. Yeah, they're not hitting like they do. Oh, uh, wait. Black Adam? Black Adam, supposedly. Uh, but they always say that groundbreaking. It's 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 game changer. And then it just... Well, The Rock... The DC Rock, Comics. I think he does a decent job. I, yeah, but it's DC Comics always I'm curious this, to is, see this is the game changer. With him involved, I'm curious to see what, what's going to happen. DC is so bad. You know what movie's got my attention again? In the Marvel universe is Deadpool with Wolverine. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that and I I was like, look, the fact that I'm even remotely excited or giddy about watching this trailer, I'm I haven't felt this way about any Marvel movie in a minute. Yeah. I'm glad so. you brought up Ryan Reynolds. I did watch his new uh Welcome to Wrexham. Uh that's the um the yeah, him yeah. and uh Robin Rob I forgot the guy's last name. Oh McAlaney. bought a uh, uh a football team or a soccer team in Wales. <laughs> And they've done kind of like this docu. It's a documentary, I would say. It's a documentary. Based on that. 
yeah, yeah. and they like they bought the team and they're like actually building the team back up and i think it's pretty cool right and mm, that's if you like john Reynolds, you'll like him watch that <laughs> actually, yeah, is yeah. it on netflix uh, yeah. Disney Plus. Disney oh, Plus. Disney Plus. It's yeah. a Disney okay. Plus show, yeah. All right, I need to log into Disney Plus and. And they make like Deadpool jokes. They make it's all in there, right? So it's good. But uh, I've read really about cool, it actually. Really like, cool I, story. They, what they've done is sick. Yeah, a cool story, man. It's like yeah. the third oldest football club in uh, uh, in history, and uh, it got relegated, obviously, to one of the lower tiers in the fifth, uh, fifth, fifth tier or whatever. And now, mm. financially, these guys are like stars. So they're just bringing in sponsors and building the team up. So. You know, and they've invested cool. in the team and they promise not to like yeah. fuck with the rest of the team like they've signed long-term releases so the team stays there um so they got the fan base the local fan base is supporting him as well that's he's pretty good, he's, he's pretty good business guy ron reynolds yeah like hey, man. Just, i gotta go check this out this actually sounds interesting i'm super oh, it's, into it's, it's uh cool. that that football show that was on apple uh what was it called yes yes <laughs> No, uh, shit. This was a popular one too. The coach, the, who, coach. the football coach, American oh, football Laszlo, coach, Laszlo, 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 Ted Laszlo, Ted Laszlo. Ted Laszlo. So this great, kind of great. going to his last season, eh? That's sad. Ted Lasso, yeah. Um, damn, that was a funny show. I actually really enjoyed it. So yeah, this Ryan Reynolds thing, even though you're saying it's a documentary, not a mockumentary, is no, seems it's, a, it's a documentary. But it's it is it's really interesting, and especially if. You aren't exposed to the world of soccer, football, and even if you are, you, you'll you'll appreciate Ooh, it. I'm yawning. That's a sign that we gotta end. <laughs> Bomb yep. yawning. We're in trouble. All right, boys. Appreciate the time as always. Good luck on your campaigns. We'll probably reconvene. You're, you're, good luck on your campaigns as well too. What <laughs> campaign? Should you part of running uh, wards one and five? Be sure to cast your ballot. Every vote counts. Oh. Get out there and uh, tell your family and friends. Next episode is probably gonna be a post-election talk. Yeah. We can finally talk openly about and candidly about all the candidates. I don't know if we can tell talk openly we really, or candidly, but... Tell you how we really feel. Yeah. Just message me, man. And I, I don't min- mince words. On that note. All right. <laughs> Peace. Peace. Peace.